You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. Visit us at mashthosebuttons.com. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Dropping Spicy, a Mash Those Buttons podcast dedicated to Apex Legends, its development, and the community. I'm your host, Josh. I've been on my knees for the past two weeks, Kinder, also known as Kinder. <laughs> Fuck you for that, by the way, man. You've been cleaning. You've been scrubbing floors. You've been working hard, moving stuff around, you know? Y'all got a bunch oh, of dirty yeah, minds. <laughs> bunch of dirty walls and dirty floors must be cleansed. And I am joined by Matthew Ch 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 Changes Crowl, also known as Exomat. Please don't make me do that again. <laughs> I'm doing you dirty today. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, a surprise. He wasn't recording. I know. <laughs> first of all, we'd like to welcome any first time listeners. If you'd like to become part of the dropping spicy community, please join us at mash.gg slash discord, where you can meet the hosts and fellow Apex players. As always, our intro music is brought to you by Rifty Beats. That's R-F-T-I. You can find him on YouTube and SoundCloud. We'd like to thank our partner, Chicken Coop Esports. CCE is an esports and tournament hosting organization focused on bringing players opportunities that want to take their first step into the competitive scene of Apex Legends. And we are recording at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We are not recording at 10 p.m. We spent literally <laughs> so fucking long playing Apex. When did we start? Like 8? I think so, yeah. Like, I... Yeah, like at least four hours just running ranked. We kept being like, oh, no, 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 one more game, one more game. Yeah, one more. For at least the last two hours. <laughs> it's like, God, it, it, it just feels good to play Apex, man. Like this season right now, holy shit. I mean, we, we've got a lot to say about it. So we're going to try not to make this just dumb long, but there is so much, so much shit. It's like 12 something here. And yeah, yeah we, we played forever. Uh, so topics for you guys today, uh, going to start off with our announcements as always, uh, and we're going to cut out some of the extra stuff. Uh, I know you guys like some of that, some of that stuff, but there's so much to go over. We're just not going to, we're going to catch you up with double down next week. Uh, we're going to talk really quick about, um, our experience in, uh, Apex, uh, over the past couple of days. And then we're going to get into the season 13 patch notes. And there are just so many. And a lot of these things I haven't even read yet. Like, there's, there's just so much. Yeah. Big old wall of text, but it's so juicy. It's so good. There's it is so juicy. many cha-cha changes. <laughs> Speaking of juicy, don't forget to submit your juicy Apex clips in the DS Clips of the Week channel on Discord. Uh, we'll announce the Clip of the Week channel, uh, Clip of the Week winner next week, uh, since this episode is so full and ju of juicy content. Yes, Jesus yes. Christ, <laughs> That's a lot of juicy. Uh, great segue, though, by the way. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, basically, we have a uh, recap of the crash landing tournament. Uh, we I went over that with uh, Crazy1813 on, uh, I want to say, uh, Friday on his Twitch channel. Friday the uh, 6th. That was really cool. You can watch the VOD. Uh, crazy underscore 1813 uh twitch.tv slash crazy underscore 13 uh crazy underscore 1813 thank you that was so hard um but basically <laughs> just just so good um a really crazy in-depth breakdown uh, again we will share it in the discord and um Ultimately, he said he might be putting up a, a video of it on YouTube or something. So we'll we'll wait for that. Nice. But basically, um, over our 19 teams, and that's uh, 57 players, I want to say. My math is all right. Anyway, um, <laughs> we had 204 total games played in two hours, 19 teams. 13.9% of all games were wins. And uh, 15 point, uh, yeah, so more than we're on Casey, about 15%, and then 12% on uh, Storm Point. Uh, 88% of games won on KC had the full team alive. 50% of games won on Storm Point had the full team alive. I think more teams f escaped fights to fight again due to the larger map on Storm Point. Whereas on Kings Canyon, you're usually pretty committed, or you just get rolled by a third, fourth, fifth, sixth party. 
what I mean? Right, right. Um, and yeah, so we had about 53% of games were played on PC, uh, 26% PlayStation, and sadly, last place, 21% on Xbox. Yo, Xbox gang, you got to come represent next tournament, okay? I know you can I mean, frag if you have out. a PC, it's like, why do you get an Xbox if you have a PC, right? You know? <laughs> Got it. True. But I mean... No, I mean, I'm an Xbox guy. It's just like, yeah. what's the point? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fair. That's fair. Um, Most Legends picked... The most picked Legend was Valk, strongly. And most people guessed this correctly in the prediction poll. The team comp for the, uh, the most wins was uh, on King's Canyon, Bloodhound, Pathfinder, Wraith... Which also was tied with Fuse, Gibby, Valk. These are good teams. And then uh, Stormpoint, Octane, Pathfinder, and Valk. It's a very speedy squad. Yeah, it's so many movement. Big map there. though. Big map. So you're gonna be moving. Um, big side for Crypto. RIP is a fat L for him. Zero games submitted with Crypto. Oof. <laughs> All right, you want to announce our uh, our champion team? <laughs> Uh, yes, our champion team, Random, is back with teammates KTZ Random, KTZ Fade, and DX Cordless. He had three wins out of 12 games total. Uh, and these are submitted games, not total games. Uh, 126 kills, 20 revives, and seven respawns. That's a lot of re- that's a lot of reses there. Oh yeah, they were they were some gamers. I think uh, I I can't remember exactly, but I want to say one of them had a lifeline for some of it. But they were just gaming out, dude. They slayed, and actually, random and Otanta were uh, top of the leaderboard for gameplay. Actually, most of random is back's team was, if not at the very top, then very close to the top. Um. And Otanto was up there neck and neck. Um, he uh, actually, yeah, you want to tell him about uh, a little bit about Otanto? You know, the what he what he won? Oh, yeah. Uh, so the winner of our prediction poll and a piece of merch from the new merch.mash.gg store was actually Otanta. Uh He got nine of 23 predictions right. Uh, in other words, he was the one that got the most uh, correct, which honestly wasn't much. It was very unpredictable. Um Yeah. Yeah, you know, nobody seemed to really get a bunch, but he did get the most. Uh, yeah. And he will. Has he gotten in touch with us yet with what he actually nope. wants? Because I'm uh, supposed to buy that for him. <laughs> yeah, not yet. I'll I'll, I'll bug uh, Atom Bomb about it. Other buddies. All right. Yeah, do it Friday. That way I'm paid. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll hit him up. I'll hit him up tomorrow. I'll hit him up tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right. Yeah, yeah. It's Thursday now, so yeah, tomorrow's Friday. <laughs> Technically. Yeah, boy. <laughs> All right. Uh, now, as for our week in Apex, my boy, Ooh. my boy, there's oh God, this, this fucking game right now. It just when you think you're out, it sucks you back in. You just and then Newcastle is just fucking. It feels good. Like he's he's so different from everybody. Like the the dragging res thing yeah. is way more useful than I thought. It also uses your drop shield. So now drop shields have like an actual use other than like just gold shield. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, it's, it's just so fucking good. Like, do you want to talk about it? Or you just want oh. to get in the patch notes and we'll like, uh, just we real quick. Like we spent so much time. The new rank system is fun. We'll get into that later. We'll, we'll kind of tie this into the parts as they apply, but like, damn, yeah, bro, yeah. I've got probably like eight hours of apex in the last two days. I mean, I'm, right. a, I'm a no life gamer, but like still, you know, that's pretty good. I mean, honestly, I don't really play too much anymore of anything, you know? Yep. And I'm going to be on Apex, like, way more than I expected to be in the next few months, honestly. Oh, yeah. Uh, Love to see it. Oh, man. So good. But uh, as as you guys know, um, Newcastle is out. Uh, so I'm not, I'm going to spare you guys all the the huge description and everything. You can find that on the, uh, the website. Uh, but what we thought his abilities were going to be, uh, were retrieved and wounded, uh, which is passive drag down allies while you revive and protect them. Well, we did revive shield. We didn't think you were going to be able to revive them. I don't think at least I didn't. Yeah. And I didn't uh, know I it was, was going like to be the knockdown him. shield. That's, that's really, yeah, that's, that's really kind of where, where the difference was there. Right, right. So it's a fairly small shield. I don't, I don't remember it. I don't think it expands any, I think it's just stronger. Uh, depending on your drop shield, but yeah, yeah, uh, you drag him, and there's a shield right in front of him, and it, you drag him fairly fast while resing them. 
uh, which is kind of a game changer, honestly. Um, so that was pretty sweet. I uh, actually was able to get um, who were we playing with that I res? I think I it was, it was uh, Ducktales. Oh, no, it was Ducktales. I was dragging. I uh, think I tried to get you, and then like got got fucking destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> no, I did res you once. That's right. Um, but yeah, it, it's really handy. A lot more useful than you would think. Uh, and I I don't think it's uh better than lifelines, but it's definitely a close second. Like. Yeah, I think it's Lifeline, him, and then um, Mirage for like top three res people. Although I did have a fucking Mirage uh, invisible res, like right, just cheeky as fuck, because I was zoned out uh, of the building they were in by some uh, caustic traps that I couldn't shoot. Um, so he got the invis res, and I chucked grenades all over the place and like tried to fucking shoot him and stuff because I didn't see exactly where he went down to res, and or he he used his uh. Uh, ultimate right before he did it too so it was just, it just fucked me up and then he got him up and fucked me up not my best moment nah, it's fine it was very yeah, sweaty yeah. it was very sweaty it out was there. it's been so sweaty a lot I've, I've talked to a lot of people that have said like and we've we experienced a whole bunch of like diamond players and masters players and stuff like down in the bronze and lower ranks and stuff yep um so hopefully once all that clears up it won't be so sweaty but that's not to say it hasn't been fun because it really fucking has. Absolutely. Uh, the other thing, uh, his mobile shield, you throw down a drone that creates a moving energy shield. I thought that you could only rotate it like around you, yeah. like, you know, left and right, like in a circular motion. But apparently you can just designate a spot and the motherfucker just like Cadillacs along. It'll, yeah. it'll actually move. Uh, we had a really cool push, actually. Um, what was that area? Um, I don't even remember where it was, but we were going down like a, like a hallway or like, oh, oh, you know, it was, um, uh, antenna at storm point. We were going down one of those right. glass hallways. Yeah. The bridges are choke points. And it was me and then another, uh, Newcastle, uh, pushing our shields into each other, essentially. <laughs> uh, and, uh, actually my roommate was laughing her ass off and I walked out after, uh, because, uh, I moved my shield. And then went around and was popping him while he was trying to get off a uh, a shield cell. And I said the line, uh, uh, I'm playing chess, you're playing checkers, bitch. <laughs> and chucked him up. <laughs> oh, man. That was wild. Um, and I just didn't believe that it was actually going to be able to move like that. You kind of ping it and it like turns. You can even turn it around like 180 degrees slowly. Like you do, yeah, all kinds yeah, it's of stuff. totally mobile and it's dumb. It's thick. a little slow though. It's over 300 it health per half. There's a top half and a bottom half. Like, damn, right? So it takes like at, at least a full magazine of most weapons to take the shield down, yeah. Uh, so you know, focus fire is very important if you want to try to brute force the shield, right? Or one Spitfire mag for the whole thing, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh boy, fucking Spitfire being back. That's a meme. Holy shit. Yeah, it's 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 less accurate, but it's still disgusting. I I uh, if you guys hadn't gotten thirded, I I broke two people's shields and hit them for like another fifty beyond that before I died. No, the spray and pray was Ridiculous. real. Yeah, <laughs> I was yelling at Matt. ADS, Matt. ADS. <laughs> what is ADS? ADD. A- aim down sights. What? No, no, I know, I know. I just in the moment. Oh, you know, you're being a meme. Yeah, Fuck I you. am a meme, dude. Honestly, <laughs> my gameplay oh, is shit. a freaking meme. Um, and then we got the castle wall, the ultimate, you know, you, you do a big frog leap and slam down into a target ally or area to create a fortified stronghold. What I didn't know was about the electrified coating. So you can't climb it. Apparently there's like a weird shimmery coating. I haven't tried to climb one cause like my buddy warned me about it. And so I just didn't do it. I just threw grenades, but right, right. Yeah, I didn't know about that either. I also didn't know, like, apparently you can jump super freaking high with this thing, like, really high. Yeah, uh, that's was, kind of an exploit, saying something I about think. the Valkyrie thing. Oh, yeah, okay. but apparently if you exploit it, you can jump, like, half the height of a Valkyrie jump, which is ridiculous. Jeez. Now, that's, that's I think you just go straight up and come back down, but, like, I'm not 100% sure. I didn't watch the, the video where they did it. <laughs> right, right. Oh, man. All right. Let's uh, talk real quick about the map update. Uh, I'm just going to read this uh, real quick because I don't remember all the POIs and shit. Uh, So from the description, with this being the first map update to Stormpoint, our goal was to add new content and improve map features while not subtracting anything. 
we added a brand new POI, a washed up sea creature known as the Downed Beast, which is a unique combat experience for Apex Legends and organic combat zone. That's my and new nickname. That's my new gamer tag. <laughs> organic combat zone? No, the Downed Beast. <laughs> a washed up sea creature. <laughs> the Downed Beast is down bad. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, man. That's tough. I'm down beastly. <laughs> <laughs> And a refreshing change from man-made architecture. On top of that, we added a brand new PvE feature. The IMC Armories, which we were going to discuss, by the way. Uh, at four strategic locations around the map, which can, which can dynamically change the championship outcome. Beware here, you will encounter wave, waves of specters. But if you survive, you can earn sweet loot tailored to your loadout. That's key there. Um, and from Keith Jensen, senior level designer on Apex Legends. He says, I'm thrilled to present the first map update of Stormpoint in Apex Legends Saviors. Stormpoint is a tropical island paradise, surrounded by ocean, dark depths of the ocean, blah, 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 uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, one such mystery is a prehistoric sea creature that has crawled from the depths and landed on the northwest shoreline. Hungry after migration, two of the island's beloved leviathans have mysteriously gone missing. Seen as a threat to all the legends, they set differences aside and work together as a team the triumph over the raging beast. That was the video uh, that we saw with the kind of Newcastle reveal. And I think you actually uh, reposted <laughs> the second half of that. It's actually not that long. Oh, crikey. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're good. Uh, so tell us a little bit about the uh, down beast POI, man. It's interesting. Um, it's got lows and highs um, and trails and out trails. No, I'm, <laughs> it's pretty cool. It's got a crane, kind of a throwback to like, you know, the big cranes we see on these maps. Um, it's got two really close together uh, grav cannons. It's got a just a ton of loot. There's probably like 30 or 40 bins in this area. Like maybe that's a slight exaggeration, but there's so much loot. You can out outfit like two or three teams heavily. And it's a great place to fight because the downed beast you can get way high up on its back. You can go underneath and and be having, you know, we could have like six squads fighting here easily. Yeah, um, yeah. It's a big fucking POI. Yeah. And a lot of verticality, which makes me think that um, Horizon could be valuable there, too. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Horizon, Pathy. Um, I mean, Volk, no shit, you know. But um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Volk always relevant. Um, and, and basically, uh, you remember it's got a very similar appearance to uh, the Echo Camp. You know where slums used to be on Kings Canyon? All those yellow yeah. buildings, and they're trying to fix the, the leaky water. Well, this, this, uh, this down bad juice coming out of this downed beast. Um, <laughs> oh, that's so gross. I'm so sorry. Uh, it's purple, though, so it must be real down bad. Um, is being cleaned up by this. Yeah, yeah. They got to call the hazmat team. It's so down bad. Uh, <laughs> um, Jesus. <laughs> also, wouldn't this be a good arenas map? Maybe it will be. That's what I'm thinking. Predicted. Is like they're kind of gearing it up to be arenas. So, yeah. You heard it here first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Five head of the year. All right, but anyway, um, it's a high loot tier location. It connects North Pad, Checkpoint, and the Mill. Love the Mill. Um, and it's easy to drop here and then go chase the Mill, unless you get distracted by being a loot goblin like we did a bunch of times. But no, oh, yeah, okay, <laughs> it's a fun drop. Um, and just great fights. There's all kind of stuff. There's so much loot. It's disgusting, and you need to go check it out. I can't even describe this for you properly. Yeah, yeah, it's super weird to describe, but there's also a bunch of flyers around, too, um, which is cool because from a lore perspective, it makes sense. The flyers are circling around the thing to pick at the carcass. Yeah. Uh, but there's also more flyers for more loot and shit, you know, more reasons to go there and get shit, you know. Yeah, exactly. So really, really good map design, really good uh, lore tie tying in. You know, we've sucked their dick about this before. They're just good at it, man. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, one of the best. I mean, there's, there's, they're one of the legends for lore. Right. Uh, now, moving on to the IMC armories. These things are fucking cool. It's so uh, cool. Let me, let me read these descriptions real quick. Uh, IMC armories have been dormant underground for decades on Stormpoint. Before the war ended, the IMC created these automated combat support structures and stored them deep underground. Originally intended to support IMC pilots in combat, they were never activated until now when the creature emerged. Uh, a seismic threat was detected. In response, the armories activated and rose to the surface. 
so when you come close to these things, there is a ramp that kind of automatically opens uh, so you can walk in there. And once you get inside, uh, you'll find a payload of weapons and then there's a button uh, you can press. Uh, and that's guarded by these specters or like, you know, the, you know, the robots, the death bots or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when you activate it, it closes and locks and then you start uh, fighting waves of these specters. Uh, and they're not super dangerous, but like if you don't, if your team's not working together, it can be kind of a, you know, they can catch you off guard a little bit, but they're not like going to destroy you. Uh, the more of them you can eliminate as a squad, the more loot you'll get. Uh, visiting them early in the match will have you geared up for the long haul, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and after you get it, uh, after you complete it, you'll have different bins that are only accessible by each of your teammates. Like they'll say loot for Kinder, loot for Exomat, loot for whoever. Yep. Uh, and only you can open those and it's tailored to what you currently need. Yeah. So if you already have like purple mags, it'll give you gold mags. If you have a, you know, a blue backpack, it'll give you purple shit like that. And it's really good loot. Yeah. Yeah. Like talking about like, you're probably going to get, um, some Heelys if you don't have them, you're probably going to get a two times scope, you know, you're going to get a purple or gold mag. Like, oh, it's so good. And I mean, let's let's talk about our experience with these. Now, we had a good one earlier, and we just ripped through these things. I think with uh, uh, I think DuckTales. DuckTales yeah, I think it was DuckTales. I just don't remember if we were playing if he was still playing with us earlier on. But yeah, with DuckTales, and we just ripped through that thing so fast and scooped everything. And we got this crazy loot, and we just felt really strong the whole rest of the map because we were equipped as best as we could be. Now... Another time, we had some bad fights, so we rotated out through fish farms to get looted up, and we were going to ring, and we hear this absolute ruckus coming out of one of these big metal shoe boxes, right? These these IMC armories. And, I mean, we're just like, yo, is there a fight? So we roll up on these guys thinking there's a fight, and it's coming from this big metal shoe box, and we're like, oh, boy. <laughs> and uh yeah i mean uh this this revenant comes out and we just start shooting them up oh yeah that guy got focus fired in 2.5 seconds how <laughs> did he live bro it was crazy like oh he was like one shot guaranteed and somehow he crawled back into the top because basically it was the point where it's done where the top was open so that they could uh use the kind of it's like a vertical grab cannon to kind of put you into flight um but they right. hadn't flown out so he like crawled out and started running around um, my thought is maybe they fought people around there before, because that's why there were extra boxes, you know? Uh, maybe. Um, but in any case, there were the people still there. So somebody else had jumped out. I guess they opened the side door. That part had opened, too, because they finished. I th- I think what it was was they had one member of the team go in to complete the thing, and the other two were supposed to be guarding oh, and just not doing a very good job of it. Yeah, that <laughs> makes sense, because the rev climbed back on the roof, then you jump back down. The other teammate came out, and then I just came up to the top and fried the Loba and knocked the Loba. So funny, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, we, we rolled up and just destroyed them. And interestingly, the guy that was completing it, he finished it and then didn't ejecto out. He just kind of came out the door and got lasered. Yep. Uh, but there was only one set of loot boxes, uh, and those were the ones that he got. It doesn't give you loot boxes for everybody if only one of you does the challenge. Yeah. Um, so if you want all three, you got to do all three. Yeah. So don't be that uh, guy. Yeah. But it's, it's, you be careful with it because you're going to have people roll up on you. But at the same time, you can also eject out the roof and fly the fuck off and, you know, reposition. And you also boost your shields. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, it doesn't take you very high up in the air, like not as high as a Valkult maybe, but it's enough to kind of put some distance between you and whoever, if you're all three in there. Yep. Uh, so just be careful with it, but they're totally worth it. Like, honestly, this is the best like in-game PVE that they've done. I think way better than like trials was. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is the best one. Now trials is cooler. Don't get me wrong. Trials is damn cool, but this yeah. is so approachable and scalable they could just start slapping these on every map and nobody would have a problem with it you know what i mean yeah yeah and the loot's tailored so it's super good yeah it's really good and it's still high risk because people hear you all over but right right it's just phenomenal uh moving on to some uh quality of life stuff uh so apparently respawn received a bunch of feedback data telemetry and all that after Stormpoint launched uh so they said a detailed global tuning pass was crucial to improve the overall minute-to-minute gameplay. 
so they made some decisive changes to wildlife. So a new Prowler camp was added near the C-Note. Uh, if you choose to rotate through there, you'll find a fresh take on the combat experience against Prowlers within a cave and over coral terrain. Another one uh, southwest of the mill was improved to be more dynamic. Uh, so they added some flat rocks and terracing for players and AI to traverse. Uh, spider nest north of command center was improved by adding a rock archway to bring the nest closer together. Uh, and a lot of other small quality of life, of life updates were done to smooth out the player experience. Um, and then there's like a thank you uh, to the whole team from somebody there. All right. Uh, you gonna talk about map rotation real quick? Oh yeah. So they haven't announced exactly, but map rotation for the season for Saviors um, will be on Stormpoint, Olympus, and World's Edge. They are removing the longer two-hour rotation block. So I don't know if that means that it's going to be a one-hour rotation block because they rightly realize an hour or two is a lot of people's whole gaming time. Especially you got kids or something like young kids, like. You know, right. you're lucky to get away for two or three hours. You know, maybe your gaming time is one hour, half an hour. So basically, uh, yeah, that's going to be somebody's whole play, uh, play time. So they're going to shorten that. Um, it also appears as though because it's not a new map split, it's um, only one week that we're having Stormpoint. Uh, and I think that was in pubs instead of the usual right, two right. weeks. Because that's what uh, it said, five and a half more days. And it released yesterday. So. Well, technically, right. uh, two days ago, but you know what I mean. Um, now, here's what y'all are really here for, though. The map stuff is cool, and I mean, really, the map does feel better. Aside from all the really cool new stuff, it does feel a little bit more polished. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. And it's kind of what we're used to, because we've had Kings Canyon for about three years, right? And then we've had uh, World's Edge. was Kings Canyon first, and then World's Edge, right? So World's Edge was like... Yeah, yeah well over two years um so yeah so basically we're here for rank reloaded baby all right it's so sick all right um it's it's wild it's a lot to take in so we're gonna kind of just cover as much as we can we're not gonna go super duper deep but uh there was a rework of rank points to promote team play um basically their their current goals for ranked are to make it revolve around team play for victory and accurate skill and better competition it's a little cheesy, a little company line-ish, but I mean, it is true. You know, they're trying to make it about team play, not just some solo slayer going around killing everybody. <laughs> right, right. Um, they began ranked in season two, and since then, the player base has grown and matured significantly. <laughs> I don't know about that, but I'm I'm still here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Shitter. No. <Nah. laughs> so the rank that. experience needs to evolve, and the launch of Saviors introduces the first of several steps. Wait. So this is a this was big. And if this is only the first of several changes, that's wild. Um so currently ranked goals revolve around the two main pillars team play for victory and accurate skill and better competition. Sounds like three to me, baby. Um we are making a large number of changes that focus around these two core pillars with the outcome that players will focus on playing as a team, playing for the win. RP will be a more accurate representation of your overall game skill. So kind of basically you got to play for the team, right? And they want you to play for the win. So they don't want you to focus on, on other stuff, you know, because sometimes if you've got your hit, your kill cap, you just shut down, you lock down a building and you wait for the rings because you want right. to be first or second place. All right. So the kill cap is removed. Now the base value of each kill is worth increasingly less down to a minimum. So um they haven't gone super deep into that but people are kind of mapping all this out and kind of recording everything to get all the the fine tooth comb details on all of that but the assist rules are sweet they decided 10 seconds was too short allowing for simple retreats to duck behind something and heal to break the timer now it's 15 seconds and that doesn't seem like a lot more but in the heat of battle five extra seconds is everything Hey man, yeah, yeah. I mean that's <laughs> five that's extra seconds is nothing to, to shake a stick at. You know what I mean, <laughs> right, right. And I know a lot of this was um, from feedback that they got from high level players and community yep. people and stuff like that. I don't have the tweet in front of me, uh, but they did make a tweet like thanking a bunch of people. Um, so I'll try to find that for next episode. Yeah, so go ahead, Matt. Yeah, that was juicy. So uh, following up with that, um, 
there was a revive a system marker change in last in defiance. They're also adding uh, an assist timer when a player is revived. Or uh, so basically, an enemy you help knock is revived and immediately downed again by one of your allies. You'll still be available for an assist credit. Assist timers nice. are refreshed upon player's revival. So that's cool. So, okay, yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. And I think this is to kind of help combat um, basically kill stealing, you know? Yeah, yeah. But anyway, uh, now tier demotions. All right, spicy topic. Um, it seems like a lot of the higher player, <laughs> higher tier players support this because it'll it'll clear out their lobbies. If you're acting a fool and you're not playing with people that you, you know, if you rad your way to diamond, you know, at some point you're going to get knocked right on out of there because the entry cost is going to be so darn expensive and you're going to get demoted right on out of there. Um, now, tier demotions, though, are not quite that simple. It is to create a true distribution of skills across the ladder. You do get tier demotion protection for three games. So, uh, However, once the motion protection is exhausted, dropping below the tier threshold will trigger a demotion penalty, dropping the player halfway down the previous division. Ooh. Yeah, so that's a lot that. of RP. All right? Oh, so, it's, it's 50% of Diamond 1, not like down to like Diamond 2 or 3 or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but that's like potentially like 200, RP 300 RP, I think, at that, yeah, at yeah. that level. So, but you also get a promotion tier bonus. It's a hundred, uh, looks like a hundred, hundred RP tier promotion bonus. Yeah. So, yeah. So basically, uh, but, but the tier promotion protection is only available up to three games lost after promotion. So you better get good after you get promoted. Otherwise it's not going to be good. Right. Right. You're going to get kicked back down hard. <laughs> Um, so yeah, basically, uh, man, yeah. Master's down to 50% of diamond one. Um, but yeah, your promotion bonus is nice. So, um, now entry cost, um, that is a big change. Originally each, uh, tier, so, or each, each level. So bronze had its own entry cost or it didn't rather silver had an entry cost of 12, uh, gold is 24, plat was 36. Diamond was 48 and so on and so forth. Now, now it increases with every single tier. So bronze four is 15. Bronze one is 24. Uh, now, remember getting to plot? <laughs> plot one has the same <laughs> entry cost or gold one has the same entry cost as uh, Diamond did last season. Now, right. It's easier that, to that get RP. I was going to say, yeah. With KP. So that's an important thing to consider is that KP is everything. Uh, with KP and assists uh, and team kills as well. Yeah. You know, forget the, don't forget about those. True, true, teams true. are doing okay, even if you're supporting or whatever. So if you're helping your team to win, even if you're not getting KP directly, you're still getting RP by assisting them. You know, if you want to play a support role, things like that. Um, and you know, maybe maybe you get carried a little bit too and stuff, but you still have to be kind of consistent with it, which I I think I like. I think this is going to be adjusted for sure. I yeah, think they're definitely going to make some changes to it, make some adjustments, probably. polish it up a little. Yeah, for sure. So, like, if you're feeling fucking rough right now, don't worry. It's it's in the baby phases. So, and it's also spicy as hell right now. Um, currently just came out of day two into day three, and. That is because everyone is getting back where they belong. That should and normally takes up to a week or more. But generally after a week, it's quieted down a lot. Right, right. Oh, boy. So um, you don't get kill RP gains for placing worse than 10th, I believe. Um, uh, we'll, we will confirm that and get back to you. Um, now... The, there are kill tier differences. So because there's scaled entry costs and kill participations, they are softening the skill-based RP modifiers on skills. So uh, let me see. Killing a lower tier player grants slightly less reduced RP. So, okay. So you would get... Um, 
So so say you killed someone uh, two tiers below you. So like you're a gold killing a, a bronze. I think you got like five RP instead of the 10 RP you would get for killing a gold. Right. That's softened now. So instead of getting five RP, I think you would get seven RP. And all of right. these, all of these, there's all these diagrams and tables that are available on Respawn. I'm not going to go too crazy on them just because, um, you know, it's it's not going to come out better than you just looking at it. And right, right. you want to tell them about the biggest change, the uh, introductory tier? Oh, yeah. So uh, we found this out today, actually, because <laughs> uh, DuckTales is actually in it. Uh, so the flavor text they have, bronze was the only tier without an entry cost. Any invested player would eventually climb out of it. So we have introduced a new tier called Rookie. The tier will sit below bronze to act as a proper one-time only introductory tier to ranked and will not have any rank reward associated with it. Existing players are unaffected by the introduction of the Rookie tier and cannot be demoted into it and likewise will not be reset into it on new splits or seasons. Um, And pretty much this is probably where all your Smurf accounts are going to be for a while there. Uh, to be perfectly honest, but with all the RP rewards and everything like that, you know, it is what it is. Yep. Um, oh, ahead. man. So that was a lot. So, yeah. So rookie tier, I believe, is a thousand RP to get out of. So that's, you know, I mean, to be fair, that's not a whole level. That's most of one, I think. But like, if I remember correctly, even even silver is more than a thousand RP to get through silver. I think it's like like sixteen hundred RP to get through silver, or at least like twelve or fourteen. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So basically they're trying to uh make it harder to get up through. So they increase the RP thresholds for all tiers and divisions. So each division, which is, you know, bronze one, bronze two, bronze three, bronze four, uh each one is increased by two hundred RP. So right, it's right. it is gonna take longer to get to where you wanna be. And uh that you know, that's that's fine. We're gonna have people where they dis- where they kinda belong, I guess. As long as you're willing to put in the time. Well, I don't think it's necessarily longer. It's just adjusted for the changes, right? True, because you can get like <laughs> well over. If you have a crazy banger match and you win, I've seen people getting like 350 plus RP, I believe, at least yeah. well over 300. Yeah, you can get a pretty insane amount of RP. Like if you go off and have some seriously good games and you're actually getting your kills, uh, you're going to climb fast. So it should feel like if you're truly like slaying individually and you've gotten some crap teams, you know, you're still going to be consistently rising and, you know, going up in rank and stuff because you're getting your KP and all. But if you've just been kind of coasting and ratting and stuff, it's going to be a little more of a slog. Yep. Is kind of my takeaway from it, you know? Yeah, definitely. And one more uh, kind of a ranked thing, um, basically, and we started to touch on this earlier, but they have, fixed apparently a long-standing issue where kill credits were unintentionally transferred from eliminated teams so say um you know you're third partying right and there's some nox people on the ground and you killed them occasionally you were able to scoop the te- the kill from the person who actually knocked them right right and i guess that was a bug yeah kills are earned not so you basically got to knock someone to get the kill from it gotcha all right, so for the fun stuff, some balance updates. So I'm just going to read off these as they go. Uh, they each have a title card uh, explaining overall what it, what's going on, and then I'll read the actual change. Uh, so first off, Fortified Legends, that's uh, your thick boys, your Gibby, your caustic. Uh, oh, I don't know oh, if Newcastle is one. Uh, but Fortified, it normally reduces a bit of damage. Uh, it no longer reduces headshot damage. Uh, because you know heads are kind of the same size so even though their body model is bigger uh heads will now take increased damage so kind of a nerf to gibby and caustic unfortunately um crafting rotation flatline longbow are coming out and now available in floor loot while the rampage and 301 are going into crafting yep uh gold weapons available now eva 8 the bocek flatline 2020 and spitfire are now findable gold weapons uh, Newcastle uh, is apparently fortified. Gotcha. Cannot so 100% confirm, Newcastle. but yeah. Gotcha. All right. Uh, there's been a buff to helmets. Blue helmet headshot damage reduction increased from 40, 40% to 
Purple has been increased from 50 to 65%. Uh, the Kraber has its headshot multiplier down from 3.0 to 2.0, and damage has been reduced from 145 to 140, so direct nerf to the Kraber. Not sure what the logic is behind that, but we'll probably see something about it coming up. Uh, Rampage, the uh, reload time has been increased to two from 2.6 to 3.1, uh, and they have slightly increased handling time, so it's time to draw and put away and whatever. Yeah. Uh, L-Star, reduced headshot damage multiplier from 1.75 to 1.5, reduced headshot distance from 64 meters to 57 meters, uh, the overheat cool-off time increased from 2.5 to 3.6, and they slightly increased handling times. Look what they did to my boy. Oh, no. Oof. Straight nerfs to the L-Star. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about it after we talk about the Devo but, and, and the Havoc. Gotcha. All right. Uh, Devo damage reduced from 16 to 15. Reduced headshot damage multiplier from 1.75 to 1.5. To reduce the headshot distance from 64 to 57. Increased reload time from 2.8 to 3.2. Draw time increased from 0.8 to 0.7. Uh, holster time increased from 0.75 to 6.5. Raise time from 6.55. Lower time increased from 0.6 to 0.5. So overall nerfs to the Devo as well. And the Havoc. This one's really interesting. They just said improved recoil at start of the pattern. I think it's kind of a fucking laser now. Uh, thank you, DuckTales, for demonstrating that for us earlier because I didn't know. Uh, don't sleep on the havoc right now. Yeah, it, it feels it feels pretty sick, nasty. Not gonna lie. So, uh, and the one thing I wanted uh, to mention is like, bro, it feels like they're trying to murder, uh, like nerf, uh, energy weapons out of existence, except for the triple take. And you know, the havoc feels fine, like it always does. Um, but honestly, I I don't use the Devo. I just don't. Um, but the L Star feels pretty nice and. I used the Devo actually once for the first time in ages the other day at a hot drop and it worked fine. I clapped the person I was shooting at. Yeah, yeah. So the Devo was kind of being really oppressive lately, um, especially in the lower tiers because it was very spray and pray. And like once it's revved up, especially with a turbocharger, the thing was just like fucking oppressive. It was like having a Sheila almost. Uh, so I, I can kind of understand the, the nerf there. I don't know if it was strictly necessary, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, the L Star. They, <laughs> if uh, if I can get kills with the L Star, then it probably didn't need a nerf. That thing was pretty disgusting. Uh, and these nerfs don't seem like too terrible. It's just so you can't just laser people from way the hell off. Mostly, it seems like. Um. So, you know, I'm not mad about them. Yeah. You know. Uh. Let's see. Uh. Dual shell has been removed from floor floor loot and crafting bundles. So dual shell is out. Yep. Rip. Uh. uh thirty thirty. But. It makes sense. Why would you have a, a whatchamacallit, a attachment like that for just one gun on the floor? Right, right. Just loot pool needs to be cleaned up. Uh, Mozambique and PK increased limb damage from 0. 0.8 to 1.0. Thank you, Christ. Finally, the PK uh, is not as much of a 10 damage or 80 damage weapon anymore. It's somewhat more consistent because of it. It's more uh, threatening than ever. Yeah, the PK feels pretty devastating. Uh, we watched, uh, I, matter of fact, I think it was DuckTales again. Yeah. Uh, get some really nice shots of that thing earlier. Mm -hmm. uh, crate Weapons Spitfire is back to floor loot Oof. and oppressive as ever. That, that thing's, I'm just convinced it's going to see a nerf. <laughs> uh, and the Mastiff is into the crate. Uh, and since the Spitfire is no longer a uh, care package weapon, uh, they have nerfed it to be more in line with floor loot. So, real quick, damage decreased from 19 to 18. Purple and gold mag capacity from 55 to 50. Crouched hip fire spread increased. Uh, removed barrel attachment slot. Removed headshot damage multiplier down from 1.75 to 1.5. Reduced headshot distance. Increased reload time. Draw time increased. Holster time increased. Raise time increased. Lower time increased. Uh, if you want to see all those numbers, just go on the thing. Uh, the Mastiff uh, looks like it had a bit of a buff going into the care package so they tightened the blast pattern ammo capacity removed or reduced from 6 to 4 which is interesting uh, stockpile ammo is 28 so when you pick it up that's 28 ammo you cannot reload it um, or you can't carry extra ammo rather 
Damage per pellet increased from 11 to 14, increased pellet size, and fire rate increased from 1.1 to 1.2. So basically, this thing is just a fucking cannon. You better hit your shots. You got a lot of ammo, but, I mean, you got to remember, like, only four shots. So, yeah, it's like, (coughs) I don't know, man. I got potato aim. (laughs) (laughs) I think the goal is basically to make the thing just a burst damage monster. Because, you know, you look at that, uh, each pellet does 14 instead of 11, and they tighten the pattern. Uh, so if you hit your shots with this thing, it's going to do some pretty sick, nasty damage. Uh, but you can be punished if you're just, like, spamming the thing like you kind of used to, right? Yeah, exactly. Spray and pray. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, cells and syringes. Cells and syringe spawn rates have been lowered by about 18%, and we kind of felt it earlier, <laughs> not going to lie. Yeah, yeah. Um, I-, I will say uh, the one place you can get hella cells and syringes is uh, the mobs so say you go kill a bunch of spiders i don't know why but they drop tons of cells and syringes so if right, you're right. if you're hurting for them remember yeah it's also kind of like a low-key buff to lifeline as well because remember she's got the blue crates ability where she can find extra stuff uh so lifeline is now a little bit more attractive of a pick you know oh yeah um Rampart has been improved. Uh, Sheila's spin-up time has been decreased from 1.75 to 1.25, so about half a second decrease on spin time. That is not insignificant. That's pretty quick. Um, the amp cover deploy health has been increased from 45 to 120. Uh, so, like, when you set them down to begin with, uh, it, they now aren't just bursted down from, like, one shot, you know, most of the time. Like, they yeah. have to shoot it a couple of times to kill it while it's deploying. And the deploy time has been decreased from 4.25 to 3.6. So that's another um, roughly half a second or so. It's a lot. Uh, decrease. Yeah. Uh, so look for Rampart to be uh, coming up in the, coming up in the world. Uh, she's going to feel pretty good, I think, especially to Rampart main. That's a direct buff to everything. And it's very visible. Uh, Valkyrie, uh, she can no longer freely spin while launching during Skyward Dive. That's just to make it a little easier to hit while they're going up, you know, so you can't just bail the fuck out and spin, 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 spin. Yep. Uh, it's still fucking hard to hit her. Like, honestly, (laughs) it's still really hard. We tried a few times. Um, out of bounds. When going out of bounds, the following is disabled. Legend abilities, weapons, ordinances, and survival items, healing items, and all active Passes. Actually, is, breathing uh, is actually breathing is is uh, not allowed either. Your character dies after fifteen seconds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think this is mostly uh, for comp and like high end ranked because with with a Valk you can do disgusting plays without a bounds, even with only fifteen seconds. Yeah, yeah. It just kind of removes a bit of exploits. Um, while while you can't heal while you're out of bounds, it won't cancel you mid heal, which I think is a very good touch. Yeah. And World's Edge. Uh, they redesigned windows at Lava Siphon's control tower to focus sight lines, added some additional cover around Lava Siphon's lava pit. Uh, the gondola loot has been tweaked. The chances of finding higher tier armor in them have been notably reduced. And Climatizer and Lava Siphon will still remain as high tier loot POIs. And there's a whole bunch of arenas pricing adjustments as well. Uh, I say we kind of skip that for now. And move on to you want to do bug fixes or you want to skip that and go straight into the legend stuff. And we got time. We can do some bug fixes. Yeah. And I, I was curious when I was looking at these, like I didn't know about a decent amount of these. So uh, basically they fixed uh, the unintentional aim assist that you would get on targets outside of smoke from inside of Bangalore smoke. They fixed uh, a bug where Vault could no longer use jump towers if she had been previously shot down during her ultimate. They fixed the Vault animation for cases where the weapon and reticle have a jittery animation when the player is crouched. That would be infuriating. Also, God bless that the Vault is back. Or, no, it's not. But, like, I wish it was. I can't wait till it is. I miss <laughs> that gun. I miss it so much. Um, no. I was, I was hoping it would come back this this season, but it's too soon. Um, fix for cases where weapons and attachments can be dropped, switched during the charge tower interaction, leading to an animation glitch. Fix for the charge rifle legendary skin Curse of the Amazon, where the upper part of the weapon blocked camera view when aiming down sights. 
fixed bug for cases where the user accesses the replicator and pulls up their inventory before the UI or the replicator shows up. They can drop their weapon and are stuck in a crouched position. <laughs> uh, That's interesting. Yeah, it's kind of weird. They fixed uh, cases where players could be blocked while trying to activate Valk's ultimate in Canyonlands. Uh, they fixed one where season trackers were no longer showing what seasonal stats they were tracking. That'd be silly. Uh, they fixed a bug where the Sentinel could charge instantly when vaulting. Xbox One fix. Uh, sometimes players had to skip the legend selection phase due to being stuck in the waiting for players screen. Uh, there was an issue where knocking a player on the enemy team and then dying before getting the kill could lead to the kill being awarded to another team instead. Nah. Um, um, a- brutal. Arena's fixed issue where boosted loader was missing on wingman. I'm assuming that's the gold wingman. They fixed an issue where finishers are not counted as damage towards challenges. Fixed bug where purple Evo shields glow through closed care package, loot bins, and lifeline care packages. They fixed uh, cases where players could get killed by Deathbox if coming in contact with it on an airship. I swear to God, this happened happened. to me once. It's totally happened. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, because remember when they're cursed and everything you dropped on a boat would go and be moving? Yeah, um, I've definitely been killed by those oh, before. Yeah. Uh, fixed a bug for an issue with players getting killed then, or when throwing a caustic barrel up against an opening door. That's probably a, an offshoot of the door kill bug where you could... I think I've had that happen to me before, actually. I think so. You're caustic, man. You've been doing that for a while. Yeah, because I remember one day I threw a barrel and just fucking died out of nowhere. I never put two and two together with the door thing, but I'm pretty sure I've had that exact scenario happen to me before. I just didn't figure it out. Yeah. Well, fuck. <laughs> Glad they fixed it, I guess. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and I guess all the... Okay, these aren't Legends adjustments. These seem to be yeah. bug fixes for Legends. Okay. Uh, so, you want me to start on these? Yeah. All right. Uh, so, for Crypto, they fixed cases where Crypto's heirloom appears stuck in the middle of his body while drone is deployed. That's pretty good. If I committed Sapaku because he's so <laughs> underpowered right now. <laughs> <laughs> they fixed an issue where inspecting his uh, heirloom with the deadly bite skin equipped can show a missing arm texture uh, fixed for cases where players could recall their drone instantly after activating their ultimate uh, bug where crypto was using legendary skin and while being revived by mirage he turns invisible except for his sunglasses which remain visible during the revive just deal with it sunglasses <laughs> um Fuse, they fixed the bug where his tentacle and water caused the audio to get overwhelmingly loud. <laughs> I wish I could have heard that. Yeah, right. That was uh, freaking hilarious. Fix for a bug where players can extend the mother loads arranged if used on flyers, crypto's drone, loot drones, and Loba's bracelet. Interesting. I never heard about that one. Yeah, that's wild. Uh, Horizon, they fixed cases where her ultimate disappears, the player opens a door next to it. <laughs> uh, Mirage, they fixed the bug where shield regen from Watson's ultimate would reveal Mirage's location when he's invisible while rezzing. I've seen this. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it was just like a glow, wasn't it? So irritating. Yeah. Uh, fixed the bug where Mirage's decoys would sprint faster when the player was armed with an item than they are unarmed. Uh, Pathfinder, fixed for an issue where grappling grounded loot rollers can cause the player to get flung at high velocity. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> I wish I could have seen that. Yeah, that'd be amazing. I mean, I'm sure people were exploiting that just because it sounds so damn fun. Right, right. Uh, and this is an interesting uh, little tidbit at the end here. Oh, yeah. And, and so, to draw what conclusions you will from this, I think the general consensus seems to be that uh, more will come of this, uh, at least in the second split of the season. But we we will we cannot confirm anything. We don't actually know anything. We're just guessing, <laughs> right? And we can only hope uh, because game nights would be fucking lit. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, uh, no doubt. So the, uh, what we know objectively from the patch notes, uh, and this is what we actually know: uh, new custom match system. Custom match is replacing the previous private match system. Custom match quality of life improvements. Uh, include UI and design improvements. Custom match now saves team names and match settings when returning from match to the lobby. Match flow improvements. Added new launch parameters to pre-select viewing targets for observer. Holy shit, that's a good change. Yeah. Uh, 
updated the color palette used by observers when viewing teams, uh, like map overview and highlights, and fixed the color duplication issue that was previously seen on the map overview. Uh, they updated the team eliminated text with a unique color for anonymous mode and custom match as well. Uh, all these are good changes. We've used this system before doing tournaments and things like that. Uh, all these are great changes, but the fact that custom match is replacing the private match system. Uh, you know mm. what I'm saying? Think about <laughs> it. Oh, man. Right, right. They uh, could even do it one day a week. Didn't Overwatch do something like that? Um, no, Maybe Overwatch not. always had, like, I can't remember if they always had custom match. I think they all might have always. I can't remember, but they had custom matches and they were good and all that good shit. Oh, man. And, and then they added mod support and shit. Yeah. Um. And and now this is uh actually last week's question of the week. So I was gonna go through and read some of the answers, but you want to read the question of the week for him? Sure. Sure. Uh. So last week's question of the week. Now that the three hundred one is going into crafting, do you think its usage will go down much? If so, what weapon will take its place as top dog? All right. So basically, uh, we had a couple of answers. So uh, a, a bunch of so okay. So crazy eighteen thirteen Spitfire returns. I fear it's like part of a, a sad haiku. <laughs> Spitfire returns. I fear for my life. <laughs> Uh, Bullseye Benson says, free the flatline. That's what I'm going to be rocking. Um, I'm curious after a couple of weeks, what the thoughts are going to be on the, the balance of everything. Um, I personally love the flatline. I don't know if it feels as strong as it used to. Uh, Otanta, Otanta says, I thought the flatline last season usage would go up like crazy, but I was wrong. Might be the same for a season, this season for 301, but it is the easiest gun to use. So... I haven't used the 301 at all in the last eight hours, and it's really weird. If, I did craft it. Yeah. 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 I, had, I had an ridiculous. alternator with a purple mag, and I crafted it, and it felt really good to have. So, like, if you keep that in mind, you know, that's it's pretty awesome. Like, if you're crafting, just like, because, you know, depending on what's in crafting, there might be just better things that you want more than a 301, you know. Yeah. But, honestly, it's fucking worth it <laughs> yeah really if you good. already have a blue shield like just yeah and a bat or yeah two. or if you're already running light and you already have another light weapon equipped like that's a good situation yeah but uh so uh we got agent 10132 i'm thinking r3 might not have the highest usage this season spitty might be the highest plus it doesn't even need a barrel stabilizer yes although especially a hip fire bro that that recoil is dumb thick Oh, yeah, it is. I mean, it's wild. Now, I'm not the greatest gamer aimbot player over here, but, like, it, it's <laughs> it's a lot, all right? Um, Now, we got Django, Bard Masterclass. Well, of course, it will go down in usage. People forget that the replicators even exist, let alone an item inside them. And its replacement is, of course, the spotty and the flatline. The two good guns we are just getting back to. And I think you meant this spitty. Why are you reading like that? <laughs> I don't know. Because he always has like, he's a, he's a bard, a master class bard. Oh, yeah, I got you. Got you I don't know. You. And then I changed accents partway through. It's kind of weird. We don't need to talk about it. <laughs> It'd be like that sometimes. <laughs> it do be like that <laughs> at like 1.30 in the morning. Def, uh, Pharaoh Floss, our favorite uh, uh, Aussie from Down Under. Death will go down. I think we'll be lucky to see more than three or four per game. I think Carl will claim top spot with plenty of flatties out there too. Spitty will see plenty of love as well, but might take a week for people to get used to it again. Spray and pray, baby. And then Agent 10132 says, I think a, uh, <laughs> a very on brand um, reference to uh, the Spitfire Go Burr meme that you know <laughs> has existed since the dawn of Apex. Oh, uh, for sure. <laughs> I love All our right. community, the, man. I love our people. I know. They're fucking meme lords. I swear to God, every one of you. Yeah. <laughs> all uh, right, is that all the responses we had for last week? Yeah, question? and I just want to say, I think you're right. I've seen so many people running double heavy, and like, I got to imagine that it's like a Spitfire and a car, or a Spitfire and a flatty, or a Spitfire wingman. Right, right. Oh, Yeah, yeah. I think it's definitely going to go down, because like, 
why not? You have Flatline and Floor Loot, and then there's so many other good options. Uh, and 301 is still really good gun. It's just not necessary. If you're already kitted on another weapon and it's not a lesser light weapon, you know, why would you bother? Yeah, you aren't know? you going to make, like, you know how many bats you can make for that price? Right, right. <laughs> or, like, you know, put your shield in there or, like, get a backpack or a mag or something like that. Like, honestly, you know, I see why. I see why, for sure. Yeah. Uh, And new question of the week. Uh, we're going to post this in the Discord after we are done recording the episode. Uh, so what are your thoughts on the new ranked and RP changes? Are they good, bad, or are you indifferent, and why? It's a pretty spicy question, I think. Yeah, I mean, it, it, there's going to be some essays on this one, I think. Uh, we gotta be oh, careful. yeah, for sure. <laughs> Well, hey, if it's a slow week, you know. <laughs> true, true, true. I mean, I think. I mean, we got so much content. We got more content. We could shake a stick at, bro. Like, I, know, I know. This is such so many big changes, and I don't know of any super crazy issues. So I don't think there's going to be any like crazy drama that way. But I think there's going to be a lot of polishing going on over the next few months of all of these changes. Oh yeah, for sure. And uh, I, I think that them going to like high level players and stuff and getting feedback from them and like listening to the community and all, that's like a show of good faith. Like even if they're even if the current system that they've just implemented isn't perfect, you know, I give them, give them some slack because there's like human error there and they're like actually listening to community, actually making adjustments. They're not afraid to fucking change the game, you know. Yeah. So I'm cool with it. You know, even if it kind of sucks for like a half a season or something like that, like give them the benefit of the doubt to fix the shit because they fucking have. You know what I mean? Yeah, seriously. All right. Well, that's enough sucking response, Dick. Uh, so in closing, thank you to our latest stream followers, Mick Dog Farts. I'm loving it. Uh, Staravius, Wingcraft <laughs> One, Boreak. 171 and Kraber spelled with Y 76. Thank you to our patrons Adam Bomb, Bullseye Benson, Crazy 1813, Sav Samurai 29, Whiskey Sticks, Raw Death 21, and Jerica De Tempest. Jerica Tempest, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Matt, you got DM'd a new review actually. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, it feels good, man. <laughs> it's been a little while. Much love to. Dehale, uh, Dehale 21. <laughs> Not so fucking funny when you're doing it, is it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I was supposed to, I don't want to say Dehale. Uh, left a five-star <laughs> review, five-star on Spotify, so I'm leaving my review with you. I only have two things to say. One, I've listened to every episode on Spotify in the last two weeks at work and wanted to catch up before I left my review and joined the discard. Thank you, bro. That's That's... That's a grind, my dude. Holy big pogger energy. That's a lot of episodes. That's dude. 145 episodes. Uh, Jeez. 145 nice. hours. My man, get, give my man some overtime. Damn. Right? Shit. <laughs> my man's listening on double speed. Um, and two, <laughs> Die Hard is a Christmas movie. <laughs> ah, take that, you fucking. <laughs> uh, I love it. I mean, I I I I take way more I, at this point. I've seen <laughs> Die Hard enough that I almost take more joy out of this lovely little drama we've had over it than <laughs> watching the I actual know. movie. <laughs> oh jeez, oh, oh man! Talking about joy, uh, you wanna you wanna shimmy us on out of here? Yeah, boy. All right. So thank you all for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Dropping Spicy. You can follow Mash Those Buttons on Twitter at The Mash Network, and you can catch our live stream every Wednesday on twitch.tv slash mash those buttons. Although we did have a mishap this week, uh, so we streamed on Tuesday rather than Wednesday, but we will be back on schedule uh, in the upcoming week for game nights. Matt, where can we find you on social media? You can find your boy at Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram as 3XOMATT. And I actually streamed this week, so yeah, only haters. Hey, uh chicharrones um uh played <laughs> of all things i ended up streaming soul caliber six with some of my buddies from high school for like four hours oh sheesh yeah i started playing apex and then i started streaming apex and then my buddy was like hey yo man like you know we haven't played in ages 
And then I learned why is because he's really good and he just clapped us up for like hours. <laughs> you won't, you won't play me in Soul Cow, bro. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was like, uh, he knows, he knows, he's not even that good. He just knows a lot more of the gimmicks and the the, the plays yeah, than yeah. we do. So as it, well. But anyway, yeah, and you can find me on uh, Discord and most game launchers as EXOMATT. And uh, yeah, find me. Let's run some games the Discord. Yeah, boy. And you can find me on Twitter, Twitch, Steam, Origin, YouTube, and pretty much everywhere else at Nerfkinder, please. That's N-E-R-F-K-I-N-D-E-R-P-L-S. You can also join the Mash Those Buttons community on Discord at mash.gg slash Discord. And you can send us your Apex feedback, stories, questions, compete in community tournaments, submit your clips of the week to be featured on social channels, or just find like-minded people to play with almost any time of the day and across the world. Uh, hell, we just went in for some pre-show games and we had like, what, seven, eight, nine people just like cycling through, hanging out. We did some round robin until that's why we were playing so long because our community. Like, hey, hey, hey so guys, fun. what's up? Yeah, yeah. Chrome, uh, DuckTales, Bullseye Benson. Um, we had another couple of homies running through. Yeah, we have one brand new guy. Unfortunately, his mic was having trouble. Well, he was uh, he was like a, he was a long time listener, but he just doesn't really come to the Discord because he's got a spotty internet connection. Right, right. Uh, and oh God, can you remember his name? If you do, I apologize. Yeah. Uh, we had so many people coming in and out, but uh, thank you big time. Uh, and feel free to call me out in the Discord, ping me, uh, and say yeah. hashtag blame Kinder hashtag uh, if Kinder. you're listening. Yeah, <laughs> hashtag Rose Kinder because I did forget your name and I apologize profusely for that. <laughs> but uh, don't forget to share the show with others and rate and review us on Apple Podcast or Spotify. Uh, if you want to review us on Apple Podcast, you'll have to do it in the app, or you can go to droppingspicy.com slash Apple Podcast, which still requires the app. But if you'd like a direct link to our show, the RSS feed, and all of the other shows on the Mash Those Buttons Network, you can find those at mashthosebuttons.com. That's going to be the fastest way to get a hold of our content. You can also visit mtb.gg support to see all of the ways you can support Mash Those Buttons, including our Humble Muddle affiliate link and our PayPal one-time donation button. If you'd like to take your support even further, you can do that by joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash mashthosebuttons. And you can support this show by joining the Dropping Spicy membership at $125 per episode or $5 per month. There is also a general support tier available for $2 a month. That's going to be it from us here at Dropping Spicy. Please stay tuned after the show to hear about the other shows on our network. And stay spicy out there, boys. Oh, yeah. Stay spicy, everyone. Thanks for listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. If you enjoyed the show, you should check out MashThoseButtons.com and see if any of our other shows might interest you. All of our shows are available on your podcast platform of choice like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. If you enjoy our content, you can help support Mash Those Buttons by becoming a patron at Patreon.com slash MashThoseButtons, where you can receive Patreon bonuses for as little as $1 a month. You can connect with Mash Those Buttons at twitter.com slash the Mash Network, facebook.com slash Mash Those Buttons, or join our Discord at mash.gg slash Discord.